LIW, the Twilight Zone Review, is a proud sponsor of Cheating at Athletics. Phoenix West, the Twilight Zone episode review show. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LOW, the Twilight Zone review. I'm Phoenix West. Can you believe that shit? Today's episode is the Mighty Casey. All hail the Mighty Casey. He's mighty. He's a mighty man. He's uh, not even man. He's above man. He's beyond man. He was made by man, though, so you know, it takes him down a couple pegs. I wonder if that you know weighs on his conscience, if he had one. Um, he will later. And we'll get there. All that will be covered later. Uh, today's episode, though, debuted June 17th, 1960. That's so fucking long ago. <sighs> it was before my mama was born. That's right. That's actually a fact. Not by much, but a couple, like a month. Less than a month. That's crazy. Anyway. So this episode is kind of, kind of dumb, kind of, kind of real dumb. There's a, there's a reason it has a six point two on IMDb. Let me first state I love Jack Warden. He's the main character of this episode, and he replaced a guy after he died. And then Rod didn't want the guy to be, you know, because I guess he's dying of like severe alcoholism. And then they, you know, they eventually found out that that wasn't necessarily the cause, but he didn't want like him dying on screen. I guess he looked that bad in this episode. So they redid uh, Jack Warden's scenes. They redid the scenes with Jack Warden, I should say. Love Jack Warden, though. He's in the movie Dirty Work. He plays Artie Lang's dad, and he is exactly Artie Lang's, Artie Lang's dad. He looks like he would be a wreck like Artie Lang. Um, anyway, the episode is, there's an empty stadium, and then Rod says that it's for the Hoboken Zephyrs. Um, I don't think Hoboken is a city that's necessarily spoken of or referenced anymore ever, not once since this episode came out. It's just one of those towns that, like, it sounds... I think to them, they thought it was going to be a huge city. Like, a, a huge minor market for a team. Like, Hoboken, that's going to be a pretty good destination for a MLB team. Yeah. And then just fucking nothing happened with Hoboken. And most of the cities in New Jersey, outside of, like... the There's, like, all the major cities in New Jersey are notorious for having amounts of crime that is off the charts. But I don't know shit about Hoboken. It's just like, it sounds like a fake place, really. I think that's why they went for it. Anyway, there they are, tryouts. And this is what the opening scene is. That they're like, This is the tryouts, and here we go. And then you, you watch it, and it's really, really fucking pathetic. It's like fat old men that are out of shape, and they can't do jumping jacks. Like They seem like they might be mentally impaired. And it's really pathetic without the refined college and farm systems of the modern MLB. I said NFL. That would have been wrong, but you know what I mean. It's uh, it's weird. It's this odd thing. It's just kind of sad to watch. Anyway, the uh, Jack Warden plays Mouth McGarry because that was an acceptable name back then, I guess, in sports. I think he's called Mouth because he shouts a lot and does and speaks his mind. He should be called Mind McGarry, but he's got a big mouth. I think that's what they're going for. And so the uh, manager, I think it's the manager. I didn't really say. Yells at him for being like 20 games out of fourth place. And I'm like, how fucking bad are they? Like, that's pretty bad. This season must be almost over if they're 20 games out of fourth, fourth place. That's crazy. Must be ready for the uh, playoffs. Not them, but, you know. But if they're 20 games out of fourth place, that means they're who knows how many games out of first place. 
which is this insanity. So um, Dr. Stillman shows up. What's this guy? He get, oh, oh, excuse me. Uh, J- oh, Mouth McGarry gets a phone call saying there's a lefty coming down to try pitching. He's like, I'll look at you for right now. I don't care. I'll look at anybody. What? He's like, I have nothing to work with. These guys are morons. So Dr. Stillman shows up and he's like, you, you, uh, you, the, whose joke is this? Like, you're the, you're the pitcher. That's fucking ridiculous. And he's like, he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just a doctor. I'm Dr. Stillman. And he's like, I served in the war. I got, I've been working on this since the war. And he goes, oh yeah, which war? Because the guy's old. You get it. And then uh, he brings out Casey. This is the pitcher, and you're kind of like, oh, what's wrong with him? He gets hit in the head with a baseball, and it's like clunks him in the head. He doesn't move at all toward it. And I'm like, oh, is Casey retarded? I I know what happens in this episode. This is just one of those ones that you can't forget because it's so simple. But I like watching things without thinking of where they're going. I like to think of people who are watching it for the first time, and I was like, oh, is he retarded? Because he gets hit with a baseball, and he's like, huh? He doesn't really even care. He doesn't feel it. And I know he's a robot because he says it in 12 seconds. Um, but at the time, you're just like, oh, he's like smiling. And he just got hit in the head with a baseball. And this guy doesn't know what's going on. He has no idea where he is. And then he proceeds to shake uh, Moth McGarry's hand and fucking crushes it. And just like real dick move. It's just, it's it's a real dick move. That's all I can really say about it. Um. Stillman says he's he's like is it is it your your boy is it your son he goes I'm not his father I'm his creator and he's like okay so how how old is he how old is it and he goes well on the outside Casey's uh, made to be a 20 22 year old kid or 23 year old kid and he's a pitcher and but you know even though he's only been in existence for three weeks he's like what a lot of that shit going on like or they. They say things and don't answer it like it's an episode of fucking Lost. Um, the fans of Lost will understand that reference. They they raise so many fucking questions. Like, you'll, they'll sit there and go, I'll answer anything you want. And they're like, what's the island about? What's the smoke thing? Why was there a bear? What's uh, what's Kate really up to? What's going on with this? And they're just like, we need to move on. We need to get going. And he's like, you didn't answer. You said you're, you said you're going to answer him. And, and then he just wandered off into the woods or the, the, the jungle. Uh, he just didn't answer. And then the, that's how the show ends. Um, so they, he starts pitching. Casey, that is, uh, not mouth. He starts pitching, and his fastball basically breaks the sound barrier. It's it's insanity. This is like, whoosh. You can... First, I thought they were going for, like, it really did break the sound barrier. And then I realized they're doing sound effects. They're doing cutesy sound effects. This is a comedic episode. It was his fastball literally smoke makes the glove smoke. And then his curveball is goes. Woo, it's a slide whistle going. Woo, which which means to me it's curving in both directions over and over. But if a curveball takes a minute and a half to get to the plate, that makes it very hittable. It makes it insanely hit. It, if it takes that long to curve, it doesn't matter if it's curving anymore. The whole point of a curveball is that it slowly curves into the plate. You curve. A curveball is supposed to. You're supposed to throw it outside, and then when it gets right before it gets to the to the uh, pit, to the catcher, it curves back into the strike zone, and that's why you, you fool people because they're not swinging at it because they think it's out, and it cur- goes into the last second. And this guy's thing, it just has like a fucking arc. It's just like a, the McDonald's logo. It just does like an M on the way there. I think I don't, it just fucking takes forever, and you're like that. Just it ruins the entire point of a curveball. Whatever. Moving on. His slow ball. Slide whistles and takes like a full, like legitimately 10 seconds to get to the plate. 
to the point where the doctor, Dr. Stillman, looks at his watch and goes, it's late. I was like, oh, my God, this is so jokey. But none of these are shown. You don't ever see the ball leave his hand. You see him pitch, and then you see the catcher catch a ball. And, then, and, and anything in between that, like when the ball is literally traveling there, you, you cut to, or the show cuts to Jack Warden talking to Dr. Stillman, and they're just sitting there like, yep. Whoa, wow, whoa, crazy reaction shots. Oh, what, what? And if a slow ball takes 10 seconds to get to the plate, that makes it insanely easy to hit. You're literally softballing it, like underhand soft, like when you throw to a child. That's what you're doing at that point. And I understand he's a robot, but he can't break the laws of physics. A, A ball... If he's making a ball take 10 seconds to go from the pitcher's mound to the catcher, he's throwing it 40 yards or 40 feet into the air. And that's how it's making its arc. It doesn't add anything. It still has to cross the plate and it can't at that arc. It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. I get that they're going for a joke and he's a robot, but it, it just doesn't make sense really. Anyway, and then they show the batter, and he keeps swinging over and over before the ball gets to him. And then the, when the ball hits the pitcher's glove, it's just like going normal speed, like a, like a catch speed, not a pitcher speed, but like when you're playing catch with your friends or, you're, you know, like your dad's supposed to do when you're younger, but he doesn't. <laughs> so um, Jack Warren says um, to Dr. Stillman after he says the word robot, he's like, don't ever say the R-O-B-B-O-T-T word. And you're like, ah, it's a joke. I get it. And he's like, all right, Casey. We'll get the contract all set up. Uh, why don't you go uh, change your clothes? Does he change his clothes, doctor? Does he wear clothes? And he's like, yes, he wears clothes. That's how the doctor talks. And then he goes, all right, all right. Well, so go take a shower. And then uh, we'll, we'll get your new clothes. And I'm like, why would you fucking tell a robot to take a shower? He doesn't sweat. Does he sweat? I don't. I assume he wouldn't go that into detail. with, with Because when they show his blueprints, it's literally just a sheet of paper. Or it's a... It's a a legal pad size sheet of paper, I should say. It's just, just so he didn't. He, I guarantee, based on that one sheet of paper, this motherfucker doesn't have sweat glands. That would take an entire sheet of paper by itself, just the sweat glands, to re- replicate that. So no, unless he made it in the world's smallest print, I'm gonna call bullshit on that. Anyway, why would you tell him the shower? That's a fucking weird. That is an odd thing to say. Okay, so they sign the contract and then. He, he doesn't want to tell his boss that he's a robot, or R-O-B-B-O-T-T. That's all. We all know that's how you spell robot, right? Or robot, as they say in this show. But when you're 20, he goes, we're 20 games out of fourth place. And he goes, we can take the pennant. And I'm like, how the fuck can you take the pennant? The pennant's when you win your division. You're 20 games out of fourth place. And assuming it might be a real close race after that, like maybe from four to first, there's a five game difference. If that's being generous because fourth place is usually, I don't know, 15 games out. So I I don't know. Let's just say they're 35 games out. Are they only 35 games into the season? Have they just not won a game yet? Because then you could come back and that is still a really hard race because you have to win almost every game after that. They made the number too big. And this is back when they didn't play 162 games. This is back when they played, I don't know. I really don't know. Not 162, that's for fucking sure. The point is, it's actually impossible. And I'm like, maybe they were referring to 20 games out of first place as his last season's record. As last, That was what he did last season. 
And that is the only way this could possibly make sense, is if I, if I possibly misheard them. And I'm really hoping that's what it was, because otherwise it's stupid and makes zero sense. You can't be that far out and still take the pennant. It's just fucking nonsense. It's like uh, in sports movies, they're like, we're going to have a turnaround season. Like, oh, it's way too late for that. It is. Yeah, you're going to get last place. There's a good American dad joke about that. He's like, oh, no, you haven't won a game yet. You can't win the championship. What are you talking about? Like, you might be able to win this game. But no, it's over for you. Okay. He goes to pitch for the New York against the New York Giants in his first game. And I was like, I like the New York Giants, but the football team, the football Giants, New York football Giants. Um, I think they already moved to Brooklyn at this point, though. I think they moved in, like, the 50s, right? So I don't, I don't know why he's pitching against the New York Giants. I don't know why they included that. Maybe... I really don't know. I could look into it. I think they moved in like 58 or 57. 58 seems about right when they moved to San Francisco. Right? I don't know. Well, I know the Dodgers moved. So I don't know who the fuck they're pitching against. Maybe the Yankees. I don't know why they just don't say Yankees then. Um, he goes, I'd love to beat the New York Giants. And he, he, I'd, I'd even love to beat the Hicksful Bullets who beat them, who beat us in spring training at 20 to 1 or something like that. I was like, Hicksful Bullets. I would love to root for that team. That'd be fun. I can't imagine that their stadium would be that great if they're called Hicksville. Anyway, so they show that, you know, montage of Casey starting to really take over the sport. Uh, and then it gets a little weird because they show the Boston Dispatch and it's their local paper and it's the, it's the front page. And so the Boston Dispatch's headline, main headline, the, their leading news story of the day is about a Hoboken baseball player who's who won who pitched a good game. Why the fuck would that be? In a city with so much going on like Boston, would it be about a a casual baseball game in the middle of the season of a city that's like uh, way down the coast? I don't know why the fuck it would be a, that would be in the front. And then the same thing, they show the same thing for the Philadelphia newspaper. It's the same thing. And I was like, okay, they don't understand how. They should do the local papers, like the Hoboken Gazette or something. That's usually what they go to, the whatever Gazette, the whatever Times, the whatever Sun. Who fucking, I don't know. Just don't do the fucking, like, the Calcutta Times is really talking about, even, even though it's way across the world and the other side, they're really talking about Casey. He's so mighty, the mighty Casey. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Anyway, Casey is beaned by a ball. It's, it's, they do the Looney Tunes music nonstop in this episode. He goes to the doctor, and the doctor said, no more Casey jumping on the bed. And he gets, he starts, you know, looking at him, and he's like, oh, everything looks fine, Casey. Let me just check that pulse. And he does it, and he's, like, checking his watch, and he, you know, he rattles his watch. He's like, what's going on here? And he does the uh, stethoscope, is that the right word, on his chest. And he's like, hmm, there's something wrong with it. He, everything's fine. He checks out fine, but here's the, here's the thing. I can't find a heartbeat. And I, I personally would have went, oh, that's nonsense, doctor. Let me check. You know, yeah, there it is. He's fine. And who checks the heartbeat last? That's a, that's an odd practice. The heart would be the number one. I mean, he get hit in the head, but I still you still would check the heartbeat pretty early on. You know, maybe before the concussion. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I could be very wrong here. I'm just I'm just I just assume that's what you would do. I don't know. Maybe I'll ask the Boston Dispatch. It's probably one of their headlines. So, uh, and he's like, uh, cat's out of the bag. Should we tell him? And then uh, they tell the commissioners in the room, 
Oh, not not yet. And they're like, he's a robot. He's a goddamn robot. He's like, I got to tell the commissioner. Ugh. I hate being a temp, the team medical man. I don't know. The doctor, team doctor, team physician. There we go. That's the word. That was legit, folks. Couldn't think of the word physician. Um, sometimes I, obviously, sometimes I, I joke around about not being able to find a word and because I use that to say insanity and other different words that don't make any sense. But that was a legitimate one. Couldn't think of the word. So the commissioner shows up and he's like doing this weird preachy thing like he's a fucking uh, priest. Um, a literally preachy thing. And he, he's going, uh, reading out of the book, a team shall consist of nine men. That's it. That's the rule, folks. He's not a man. He can't go. And it's like this fucking weird uh, Wizard of Oz thing. Like, he doesn't have a heart. He, he can't be one. And then they're like, what if we get him a fucking heart? And he's like, I guess that would make him a man, right, doctor? And the doctor's like, I don't, I don't know. I checked out a long time ago, I guess. That would be me if I were the doctor. Like, what are we doing anymore? Here's the thing, folks. I understand if you have a robot in the league, but then you get to have all robots in the league, and then they just take over the league. It's kind of like having steroids. Like, everyone's just going to use steroids, and then you just have a steroid league. And then you, in order to play, you have to be on steroids. And that's just what you're – it's a very, very – I don't believe in slippery slope arguments, but that is a very slippery slope because why wouldn't you? It's your best, best chance to win. So if you're going to have one robot, you're going to have all robots. Go ahead and don't let any robots in the league. I understand that. They're not black people. You're not just – you're not being awful here. They're, they're not – they don't – they're not going to be upset unless you make them be upset. You know what I mean? A robot's not going to be like, I can't play. That's bullshit. Unless you program them to have that feeling. In that case, don't fucking program them to have that feeling. You're actually the monster here. I really have some heated uh, feelings about robots in the league. I'm an anti-robotist, okay? R-O-B-B-O-T-T-I-S-T. I'm an anti-robotist, okay? I don't like robots. I just don't. I don't. I, I just... I'm notorious. I, I will burn mechanical crosses on their yards and i will make them leave my neighborhoods i will i will nimby not in my backyard bitch no nimby bibby i don't fucking want robots around at all at all no none not one i don't i don't want the one from uh the jetsons i don't want bender i, I will allow him being cartoon because he's just a drawing that's fine or a 3d rendering on a computer that's fine but when you start going real life stuff, I don't want to, there's a small wonders girl. I don't want her around. I don't want that at all. No, just no. So the, uh, I don't know, I'm pretty sure the doctor was played by Walt Disney. I can prove it, but I mean, I could look it up right here. It is literally right here. Um, and it is, he's the team doctor. He's credited as team doctor. It turns out I had it right. He's Jonathan Hole. That is a poor name. Okay. So while I was watching this episode, it's kind of boring. So I was like, I wonder if I can find some merch. For uh, the Hoboken Zephyrs. And sure as shit, I went online and for $195, you too can be the owner of a Hoboken Zephyrs baseball shirt. It's it's a full-on like uniform shirt. It's got the number seven on the back for Casey. It's got the little mitt thing on the on the sleeve. And it says Zephyrs and has the two lines going down the front, just like they do in the show. And I kind of want that because it's subtle. I don't like it. I don't like the the the, the the t-shirts for TV shows that say like Breaking Bad and it's like, ooh, here's here's Heisenberg. Ooh. I don't like that. I like this where it's something from a show I like that doesn't announce that's what's from. So you get like the real fans going, Hey, it's that is that from and you're like, Yeah, fuck yeah, it is bro. And then you I'd say you know someone's really into it, not like if I wore a shirt that says Breaking Bad, you'll get one thousand fucking idiots going, Oh, I like Breaking Bad and you're like, Yep. 
It's just too obvious for me. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. Anyway, they're waiting around for Casey's surgery in the bull, not the bullpen, in the uh, locker room, and they're they're acting like it's real surgery. Like oh, I just got off the phone, and they haven't, they don't know anything yet. Oh my god! And they're just like pacing. He's like, oh, so I guess we'll just go out there. And this is the scene I was looking around for the the baseball jersey online because I saw them all wearing it. And then uh, Casey walks in, and they're like, oh, Casey. They do the typical, they do the the TV show thing where they're like they're talking, and they do it in movies a lot. And where they're talking about the person and they don't realize they're in the room, but they look and like, oh, hey, Casey. Anyway, so guys, when Kay- and we're going to go out there and win without Casey because I don't know where he is. Oh, hey, Casey, how you doing? And uh, we're going to go out there. Oh, well, how's it going, Casey? I really appreciate the fact that you're here, but I'm not going to reference the fact that you're here. I'm not even going to realize it yet. Even though I am looking at you and talking about you. Anyway, when Casey gets back, guys, we're going to we're gonna let him know that we, oh, hey, oh, my God, Casey's here. What? And you're like, uh, that went on way too long, guys. That My reference right there, my joke right there went on way too long, but this was almost that length. It might have been longer, actually. But Casey's there. He's smiling. Dr. Stillman's like, he has a heart. He's smiling. It's crazy. This is the one thing I couldn't make him do is smile. Um, That's bullshit. Um, If you really could make him do what you want and make him have the ability to think and speak and stuff, you can just program him to smile. It's literally just mechanics. It's just mechanics and then a coding. Whatever you made... To make him want to throw is the exact same thing you do to make him want to smile. The motherfucker doesn't need an actual human heart inside of him to smile. Don't give me that bullshit. That's nonsense. Anyway, so the uh, they show the baseball game because Casey suits up, suits up and goes out there with him. And and I was like, wow, this stadium noise is something else. Because when they show the they don't ever show the fans in the game because they don't have the budget for that. I understand that. I'm not making fun of that. I get it. But when you see the back, when you see the team in the field, it's just, it looks like they're on a, in the sandlot. It looks like that amount of um, production value. I'm like, that's not a real stadium. And it turns out it was the some stadium in Los Angeles where the, it was basically the original, um, let me see, I can actually read it right here. The uh, Wrigley Field in Los Angeles, home of the minor league team Los Angeles Angels, which is a real team now. And really, Wrigley Field when moved to Chicago, obviously, and it's one of the best stadiums in the country. A little bit of uh, baseball history for you, but the point is, it looks like terrible. It looks terrible, you know, like that. So the fans only sat at the front, in front of the team, in front, like behind the plates, and that's it. And then the rest of the stadium was this nothingness. Okay, I guess it's Hoboken, so I guess we're fine with that. But I thought they're in—I thought they're playing the Giants in in their stadium. But whatever. The scoreboard says they—they're they're playing the game, and they look up and they show the scoreboard. And P- Casey's pitching terribly. Everyone's getting hits off him. They're showing the runners go around, but then they show the scoreboard, and it says Giants, and then the score like eight, and then it says Hoboken um, zero or one or whatever the fuck they have. And I was like. Really? You're going to put one team name up there and then one city name? They don't do that. That's just weird. That, that's an odd thing to do. They do that in the jerseys. Like when you're the home team, you have your team name. Like here in Arizona, it would be the Diamondbacks. And then when you're on the road, it says Arizona. The Giants should say, I don't know. I don't know whether I assume they're in the Hoboken Stadium. But if they're in the Hoboken Stadium, it's backward. You know what I mean? So if they're in the Giants stadium, that stadium is dog shit, and that is not their fucking stadium. They're wrong no matter what right here, actually. It's just, it's really weird. Anyway, um, that bothered me a little bit. Maybe they did do this back then, but I, they should have it the other way around, I think. Anyway, uh, this is me being a complaining bitch, I guess. 
So Casey turned into a real pussy, and he's like, what's going on? Like, why are you getting everybody a hit? And he's like, I felt bad striking these people out, but I don't want to hurt their feelings. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I don't want to ruin their careers. And Stillman recommends Casey going to social work to help people. And I was like, Casey seems like a real psychopath. He's just like a cold, emotionless. He looks like he would skin people alive. But maybe he, he does it because he wants their actual skin to make his skin better. Maybe like his skin doesn't last that long. So he needs to keep skinning people for actual human flesh. I don't know. I didn't ask him. He's still alive. He has to be, right? He's a robot. He's just like skinned a million people over the years. I don't know. It's, it's really weird. He just has like this cold stare behind him. The actor did a really good job. It's a really strange choices to come off as a retarded person and somehow be sympathetic. I don't know. Not be sympathetic, because obviously he would be sympathetic. I'm saying he comes across as cold and sympathetic is what I mean. Anyway, Casey, um, Dr. Stillman gives, Casey, uh, gives Casey's blueprints to um, the team, to uh, Mouth McGarry. He's like, here, build your own. Ha-ha. Basically is what he says. He didn't say that literally, but that's what they're getting at. And this is when you see that it's on a single sheet of paper, like a big, not a big piece of paper, but like 11 by 17 sheet of paper. And that's not enough for a whole robot or a whole R-O-B-B-O-T-T. That's not a whole, that's not enough. That's just not enough information. That would be for his elbow. One of his, like one of his elbows would be on there. That's it. Maybe like a fucking finger or two. You can just replicate the fingers, but like various lengths of the fingers. I don't know. It's not enough for the whole fucking robot, that's for sure. Even both-sided. No, not enough room. Anyway, um, Mouth runs after the doctor, and you see them talking about pitching while they're walking away, and the show was ending. Um, Rods comes on and says that it was rumored that the team folded. He's like, this team team went under. But it was rumored that they moved west and won several pennants with a pitching staff that didn't smile. And they sure as shit pitch like nothing human. Ugh, crazy. So basically, Mouth is out there fucking cheating it up. He is just a big old cheater. Goddamn cheater. Fucking cheating, some bitch. Okay, guys. I'm gonna that's the end of the episode. I, it's it's fine. It's not a great episode, but it's not terrible. It's just kind of like, eh, whatever. So I know I mentioned this before, but I'm gonna mention it now. I'm gonna read the thing they have me read on here on the Satchel Podcast Player. If you have an, if you have a smartphone, go download Satchel Podcast Player. It's basically, I'll read their thing. The Satchel Podcast Player is a great way to get connected with the content you're listening to. You can do things like tweet directly into the show and even send a few dollars to the podcast you're listening to. That means right now, if you want to help, help support our show, you can send us $1, $3, $10... It's a question, apparently. However much you feel like we're worth. Oh, that is that is vicious. You can do that with the Satchel Podcast Player. It's a great podcast player. you got to check it out. If you're a podcaster, you can register your show at satchelplayer.com. That's what they have to say. Big news! You can now listen to our show on the brand new Satchel Podcast Player for both Android and iPhone. Here's the deal. Why are you listening to us on Satchel? You can quickly and easily send us a few dollars to help make our show happen. That's an explanation point. So if you're listening on Satchel Podcast Player right now, go ahead and click that donate button and send us money. And if you're not listening to us on Satchel, you can download us on Podcast Player at satchelplayer.com. Go do that and send us money. I'd appreciate it. I really would appreciate it. It would keep us afloat. So guys, LAW Studios is... Uh, 
Send me whatever you got, your hate mail, your love mail, your dick pics at loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com. I appreciate hearing from you guys. You guys are fun. You guys are the most vocal audience of all the shows I have. It's very strange. Other than the racist shit you hear on Anime American. Anyway, um, until next time. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.